I'm Health Coach Heather, and you are listening to episode 43, Surrender Your Ego. You're listening to the Healthy Families Rule podcast hosted by Health Coach Heather, master health coach and wellness educator specializing in family health. This show is all about raising a strong, healthy, resilient family with confidence and courage in a confused world. Hang out with me each week to learn recipes, exercise practices, and coaching tips to apply to your mental and physical well-being. And please note, that the info provided in the show is intended to educate and elevate, but is not meant to be a substitute for advice from your medical provider. Welcome back to the Healthy Families Rule podcast. I am your host, health coach Heather. Super proud of that title. I've worked hard for that title and I love, I absolutely love to be a health coach and I do a lot of life coaching within that health coaching realm. Because, you know, we doubled down in health coaching school. We learned a little bit of both. Well, a lot of one and a little of one. Okay, so a lot of health coaching, a lot of nutrition, a lot of science around the body, a lot of that great stuff, and then some life coaching tools. And then I went further on to hire my own life coach for four years, and I've had my own life coach. And so the skills, the tools, the amazingness I've learned from these amazing mentors and people in my life are what I bring to you as a health coach. So please, if you need help with your health or your mental health, and you're a high functioning person, this isn't someone who would need uh, counseling or therapy, but perhaps someone to guide you, someone you can talk to, someone who can help kind of clear the fog in your brain, what's going on. Well, you want to have a better life. You want to up-level your life. You come to Health Coach Heather. I'm going to, I'm going to hook you up. I'm going to fix you up with your best life ever. But for today, you are going to learn something that really will hook you up to having a much better life than you have right now. And the topic is surrendering your ego. And you're already thinking of someone you know who has a very strong ego who could use this episode. But guess what? This is for you, my friend. You don't think you've got an ego. You think you do pretty good. But I want you to listen up today and see if there's something new that you can learn. Because today I'd like to talk about surrendering that ego. 99% of all human beings that I know, including myself, have a very hard time surrendering their ego. And what is the ego? The ego is generally speaking, a collection of beliefs about oneself. We feel such a need to protect it. But why? We protect our ego for the same reason we do anything else, to avoid feeling negative emotion. Just sit with that for a second. This is why it's so difficult to take criticism and feedback from others. We're afraid of feeling less than or incompetent, because what would happen if we actually were less than or incompetent? We could get kicked out of the tribe. And what happens if we get kicked out of the tribe? We're on our own. We have to survive all on our own. This is why we want everyone to love us. We don't want to be on our own. 
This leads to feeling so panicked and fear sets in. But fear of what? Now, ultimately, I think it's fear of death. The survival gene within us is wired in such a way that its only goal is to keep us alive. What if it's a good idea to go deep within and find out why you're so scared of death? What is it about death that makes one absolutely terrified? What are they afraid of? And maybe it's not death itself, but rather the pain or sting of death. The suffering before death comes. I only bring this up because today I want to talk about surrendering the ego. And to do that, we have to go deep into your brain to find out underneath all the layers what you're really afraid of. You see, it's never the fear of being disliked or kicked out. There's always something else even behind that stuff you don't even know is there. Layers and layers deep. But stay with me for a second on the surface of the ego, the initial layer here. One of the absolute best characteristics you can acquire for yourself and teach your kids to acquire as well is the art of surrendering the ego. For when you do this, you tap into a layer of humility you didn't know was there. You become open to others and their opinions. It doesn't mean you have to agree but you give up the need to be right. You give up the need to be the best. You continue to progress and work hard all the while knowing you are worthy and amazing, but you let yourself be wrong and you open up to the idea that you might be wrong a lot. Here are a few scenarios. I want you to picture how you would respond to each one. Number one, Your boss, surprisingly, sits in on one of your meetings that you're conducting. You have a presentation to give to a group of people. And seeing your boss might make you a little nervous, but you give your presentation anyway. Afterwards, your boss comes up to you to evaluate how you did. Not a single word of praise. Only errors that need to be fixed and corrected. Your boss even goes as far as to reprimand you, telling you that he's told you before not to present that way. Now, if he, if he says that, I've told you before not to present this way, automatically um, a thought might come into your head like, oh, why didn't I hear him say that? What's wrong with me? Why can't I, I follow the rules? You know, it's some kind of thought that makes you feel less than. You are certain that he's never told you this before, though. You can't think of a time he's, he's told you this before. And you have a choice to make here. You can either defend your position and have it out with your boss. Not something you should do, by the way. You can quietly take it, but walk away from the situation angry and cursing your boss in your head. Or you can surrender your ego and, and the need to be right. And you can take the criticism. You can thank your boss and work on perfecting your presentation. You could surrender the ego even more by taking it one step further, just pausing for a second and allowing a feeling of gratitude 
towards your boss, to flow through you? What if his only objective is to make you a better presenter and public speaker and not to tear you down and make you feel like nothing? 95% of the time, that is exactly what a boss is trying to do. Maybe not knowing how to approach people any other way. Surrendering the ego doesn't make you a doormat to others. Let me repeat that. Surrendering the ego does not make you a doormat to other people. Surrendering the ego allows you to love yourself and others exactly where they're at. I hear many times from clients, I can't just let him or her talk to me like that or I'll become a pushover, a doormat. You see, it's all in the way you choose to think about it, my friend. I like to choose to believe that I'm acting from a place of love, love for them and love for me. I feel like it's more honoring of myself when I choose not to stand up for myself in situations such as this one. Now, other times, however, my spirit is moved and compelled even to defend truth. I will take a stand when I feel this, but the difference is the emotion behind it. One feels like defensiveness because of anger, and the other feels like honor and right. And these two feelings might feel similar in your body. It takes a bit of practice distinguishing between the two. But just notice if it brings you to a place of defensiveness. If it does, I would just pause for a minute, take note that no good action is going to come from this emotion, at least not an action that will serve you or anyone else, and then choose to surrender the ego. Okay, situation two. Now, what if you have a child who just keeps on pushing your buttons? They just think they know more than you. Do you know a child like this? They might say things like, you don't get it, mom, or you just don't understand. They may even go as far as to laugh at you in a moment where you don't feel like being laughed at and you're being serious and they're laughing at you. Now, how annoying can that be? That can get on our our nerves a little bit. Your ego is going to want to pipe up and show that child who's the boss, who's in control of them. This is an area all of us parents could really work on, choosing not to react to what our child is saying or doing to us, even though the ego wants to so badly. Um, We just want to teach them a lesson. But this isn't about not teaching your child that lesson, but rather it's about learning how to control your emotions as the adult. It's a lesson you will get to practice over and over and over again. And we have thoughts like, my child is so ungrateful. My child is so bossy. My child thinks they know what's best for them. My child isn't respecting adults. They don't respect me. Now, all of these thoughts will automatically get you to a place of defensiveness. Your child may even want you to go to war with them, but don't take the bait. Don't do it. This doesn't make you a pushover. You surrender your ego. Surrendering your ego means you're going to have to let go of those underlying beliefs, such as kids should be respectful to adults, because that sounds nice. And we've all grown up being taught that. Man, that's a tough one for parents to let go of, isn't it? I must teach my child respect. This is another one parents are thinking all the time when their child is acting up. But usually, 
It's out of anger. It doesn't bring a feeling of peace when you're thinking things like that. Kids end up getting yelled at, spanked, punished, all from this place of anger. But what would it look like if you chose to surrender the ego? Does this mean you're a doormat or a bad parent? And a pushover towards your child? Certainly not. If I want my child to respect me, first, I can just choose to think the thought, my child does respect me. He absolutely does. He may not be acting like he is right now, but I know my child respects me. But most importantly, I need to show my child respect. I need to also earn the respect of my child by putting in the time, the love, the teaching, the helping, the hands-on stuff. That's the way to develop respect between you and your child. Surrender your ego. Just let it go. If a child, in fact, does need a consequence to their behavior, you can do that from a place of love and calm too. Did you know that? It might look like this. Buddy, I really don't like to be laughed at. When you laugh at me when I'm getting a bit upset or having a serious discussion with you, I make it mean, and then you tell them what you make it mean. I make it mean that I'm not important to you and that this is just a joke to you. Is this what you meant by laughing at me? Let the child answer. If the child is is still mean towards you after you say that, uh, you could say, okay, I love you, but I'm going to need your phone for the next 24 hours. You give them a consequence in a calm, steady tone, and then you follow through. Now they're going to be acting up and pushing buttons, but you stay calm. If they don't have a phone, you can take away the video games. Take away something that they're attached to a bit. You know, it could be maybe they have a treat and you don't let them have the treat or whatever it is, but you get to control what that is and you never have to do it out of anger. You surrender your ego. It's a beautiful thing. Okay, let's go to another example. The third example is your spouse. Now your spouse or partner at some point will put you in a corner, so to speak, and you'll feel the need to defend yourself. Let this be a warning to you right now that at some point in your marriage, and for many, many people, it happens every day, um, this is going to happen. You might be cornered a bit, but don't take the bait. Don't argue or defend yourself. Let them be right. It's okay. Even if you know they're wrong, practice surrendering your ego and let them be right. This doesn't make you a doormat or a pushover. You're actually showing love for yourself and them, especially if you know that no good will come from you trying to defend and get your point across. What good will it do? Now, this is going to confuse your spouse at first and even make them angrier that you are choosing not to go to battle with them. Allow them to have whatever emotions they are having. Allow them to be angry at you but don't take the bait and argue back with them. Surrender your ego. It feels so good to surrender your ego. It's like a nice little secret you keep all to yourself. Here's the secret. You're thinking this. They can be mad and I don't have to be. Ah, it's so freeing. It's magical. It allows you to love unconditionally both yourself and your spouse when you surrender the ego. And of course... Uh, If you're in a relationship where there's some sort of abuse physically or verbally, you're going to need to put up a boundary and protect yourself. But it need not look like you are screaming and yelling and mirroring their behavior. Okay, surrender your ego and make decisions from a place of calm. 
Can you be okay with being wrong at times? Ask yourself that question. Is it okay that I'm wrong sometimes? And can you be okay even if deep down you know you're right and you just don't say anything? You just let it go. Embrace it. Embrace the, the times that you are wrong. Just embrace it. How many of us can work on surrendering our ego when it comes to politics? We are all dead set on our political party being the right party that it actually divides us. We are dead set on our ideas about mask wearing. What if we just choose to surrender the ego to all of it? What if we just choose to stay united anyways instead of divided? We all drop the ego and just let love lead the way. No more finger pointing, no more blaming, no more judging. We just drop the need to be right and we surrender the ego. We can surrender the ego when our sports team loses. Sure, we talk a big game when they're playing, but then they lose the game. This is great practice for surrendering the ego. Going with the flow, living in the flow, dropping the need to be right. We can also drop the need to know what's happening next in our lives. We surrender our ego of what we thought our life might look like. And this is a beautiful thing, my friends, when you can drop that. And as you learn and develop the skill of surrendering the ego, you will see something amazing, amazing happen within you. You will become a magnet to all good things in life. Amazingness finds you everywhere you go. You will meet amazing mentors and teachers. You will attract abundance. You will attract the right friends and people into your life. You will live a life that will be a blessing to yourself and others. And this will happen to you only as you are willing to surrender your ego. I repeat, good things will happen to you as you are willing to surrender your ego. Now go out there, keep practicing this, teach it to your kids. Let's create a world built on humility and love instead of resistance and defensiveness. Have a beautiful weekend, my friends, and I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. If you're enjoying this podcast, as always, go over and rate the show. Give us a five-star review. We love reading your reviews. And don't forget, the Healthy Happy Kids Summit is coming up on Monday. That's this week. It's a free three-day summit, chock full of people teaching you how to live a healthier life and help your kids get on board with it, too. Hint, I'm one of the guest speakers, and I'm going to leave a link in the show notes for you to grab that free ticket. Thank you.